0: The Chippewas officially have named their new director of athletics. Amy Fullen will stop by and join us as she's made her way up to Mount Pleasant. And Dr. Bob Davies, who is a part of the search firm, he also will stop by to let us know why she was the correct choice and uh, why she is going to be leading Central Michigan athletics into the future. We'll also get into the combine-style workout that the Chippewa football players will be going through this weekend and much, much more. Great to have you again this week on the Coach Max Show coming up from Kelly Short Stadium as we look out on the beautiful Chippewa Champion Center here in Mount Pleasant.
1: We're back for another week of the Coach Max Show. How you doing this week? Uh, doing great, Adam, and, and what a beautiful day. As, and, and I tell you what, don't you love this spot? I do love it. It's great to look just yeah. what we have beyond us. Right. And you know what? Where we might be crawling to, you know, mm-hmm. right now <laughs> it's been opened up uh The discussion, we might have an opportunity to play. Um, You know, a lot of it has to do with uh, securing the proper testing because at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, the health and and safety and welfare of these players. But, um, you know, it's great to have that little buzz in the air. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's a lot different than what we were thinking
0: last week so just for you as you've kind of maneuvered this whole situation it's kind of been wait and see what happens and just follow protocols you got to be a little bit more excited thinking maybe football's coming back here in the fall
1: well one of the things that you know i'm kind of a kind of i'm a i'm a calendar nerd okay <laughs> let's let's call that where i like to be able to plan 18 months out so every time that last month's done you know we go another month into the calendar So we kind of have a routine and and an idea of when things are going to happen. Well, we've just ripped that up and thrown it out. Um, In fact, uh, I don't even plan the week right now. You just uh, have to come that morning and be prepared. Kids know exactly what we're doing. and, And we've been talking a lot about this combine. And, well, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to Saturday.
0: Yeah, the combine coming up where your guys, you talked a little bit about it last week, you're going to uh-huh. do combine-like drills, so they have an opportunity to kind of showcase their skills. And it sounds like from what we're hearing from the production team, there's going to be scouts that are able to watch those drills live.
1: Absolutely. So right now the NFL has actually uh, paused any off-site you know uh, um, off visits, basically. And, and with our production crew and the help of our recruiting department, um, You know, Saturday morning, we'll we'll have the guys out here. They'll be going through those drills. And on the big screen out there uh, is actually going to be the separate squares of all the teams that are watching it from a live stream and a WebEx format. So they're going to actually be able to view it live um, and and be right up there on the big screen watching the chips go through the drills. And and I think that's so good for the kids. You know, this first phase of our program is kind of wrapping up. Uh, we're going to take Friday off and then come out here on Saturday and, and uh, uh, let them go show what they've uh, learned in this first phase. And I'm really excited about it. And, and I've got to tell you, the response we've gotten from the NFL scouts, the CFL people, as well as the senior bowl representatives, there will be a lot of different squares up on that board come Saturday. That's
0: pretty darn cool. They may get a sneak peek of the brand-new Chippewa Champion Center, too, if the video's um, up a little bit. You
1: know what? There, there, there might be a little bit in the background, <laughs> you know, to, to get some guys excited as well. That's pretty
0: darn cool. Is this something that – I mean, how did you come up with this idea to do the combine drills? Because I haven't heard a lot of other teams that have said they're going to be doing this, and I know the guys were pretty excited last week talking to them. They get this opportunity.
1: Well, I think one of the things is, uh, you know, you really had to step back and say, okay uh, – you know, why am I going through these workouts when I know we're not playing? right? What, what am I doing this for? And what this did is I think really gave them that opportunity to motivate and to be able to come out and say, okay, here we go. Uh, this is what we're shooting for, for on September 26th is, mm-hmm. is that combine. Then from there, we'll go into the next phase. And, again, part of that is waiting to see kind of where the league's headed – Um, as as we talk about still the possibility of having football here in the fall. Yeah, great to hear.
0: Exciting news about that Combine-esque, the drills that will be going on, potential news with football. And how about uh, introducing a brand-new director of athletics here at Central Michigan? what
1: a week. And, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this show because it's not very often we get a chance to not only uh, have our new athletic director, Amy Folan on uh, and – but to have Dr. Davies, uh, the, the best guy I've ever worked with and, and uh, having him on the show too, just talking a little bit about, you know, things that are going on. And he's busy as heck, so we hope to get a segment out of him. And, and uh, you know, he's been, uh, he's been doing an unbelievable job uh, just kind of navigating all the things that are going on. And, and I got to tell you, I'm just uh, really proud to have him as my boss and, and to be able to work with him. But I think, um, you know, for the Fabiano brothers and those who are drinking Bud and Bud Light, they're going to be able to sit down and really get some meat and potatoes done in this uh, show.
0: We had good reviews from what I heard. Our first radio show uh, last week of the fall. and uh, So video- we didn't we didn't
1: get kicked off.
0: We didn't get kicked off. Okay, good. Good. And, and, uh, that's a good thing. They brought the cameras back, so yeah. our faces are still being shown. <laughs> I got <so>. you. <laughs> that's actually a
1: good
2: thing.
0: <laughs> so... Well, pack show, no doubt, Amy Fullin, as Coach mentioned, the new athletic director taping, taking over here at Central Michigan will join us. Dr. Davies will join us as well. And, Coach, you're a baseball guy. How about the news yeah. of a former Chippewa making his major league debut? Zach McKinstry for the Dodgers. Pretty yeah. good
1: team, by the way. Well, and a great place to play. You talk about great yeah. t- tradition. I mean, can you imagine him walking into that major league locker room and really, you know, obviously, as a baseball guy growing up as as Zach was but to find out that he actually gets to go pitch for the Dodgers, right, at Chavez Ravine. I mean, think about how that would be.
0: Yeah, pretty darn cool. A guy that was here in 2015, 2016 with Central Michigan and uh, worked his way up through the minors. And as you mentioned, I mean, the Dodgers right now, they're 38-16. and So it shows you the talent and the belief that they have in him to bring him up here in the midst of a playoff push.
1: Well, when you think about going to an organization, you know, those ones that – Year in and year out are always going to be kind of in the mention. They might have a year off here or there, but you know, to, to be in an organiz- organization like the Dodgers with the history and the tradition, and then to be able to be in the bigs with them, wow! My hats off to Zach. Thirty-third rounder too. That's pretty special. No, I mean that's that's can't really count what it's anybody up. out. No, that's know? what it's all about. And uh, you know, I think that shows you a lot about what this program helped him do which is like prepare, persevere, keep striving forward. And I think that's really what sets the chips apart in a lot of their sports. Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: Congrats to Zach McKinstry, the newest Chippewa, the 17th to get to the big leagues from Central Michigan as we kind of Go around here. We go from Major League Baseball to the NBA. I just like to pick yeah. your brain, get no, your thoughts. Have you been watching Lakers dominating I mean, here? Great game the other night. Let's
1: talk about the you know the seven plus footer just stepping out and hitting a three you know at the buzzer with what two seconds left or whatever it was yeah for the Lakers and uh, you know to see the versatility of these guys today. And you used to be a time where you know the big guy kind of controlled the game, right? Now these guys are all these seven-footers, can shoot threes like it's nobody's business, right?
0: Anthony Davis, you scored the, the final ten points. Now let me ask you, have you ever considered the, the unibrow look
1: yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well – Sometimes I'm wondering if (laughs) I even have them sometimes, you know, sometimes when I'm grilling and I I pull that thing up, you know, I pull the top up too soon and it kind of flares up. Sometimes I might lose them. You know, I'm surprised
0: you haven't because you and it seems like every coach on the staff, you guys could have like a grill off and uh, things could get dangerous. You know, I think
1: maybe one of these shows, what we'll do is we'll carry the segment in and talk to guys about some of their techniques and secrets. I think that'd be great. Yeah,
0: I think that's uh, that's a show we we gotta have. Uh, we know Coach Mack isn't great on his promises though, because we still haven't got oh, that picture. Oh, the old Twitter
1: on. helmet. Yeah, Karen, I got we're trying. You. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, just, I, 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 yeah. You know, you keep working on me. I'm, I'm, I'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, it's really right there on top of my to do list. You right? got you yeah. don't really have yeah. anything going on <laughs> yeah. right now. There's no, no football right now. No, no, yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> I tell you what, probably more busy now than we've ever been. But no uh, question. uh things are going great and um you know we're inching forward here on the Champions Center and and that's been fantastic and looking forward to Saturday's combine for the players and the kids and letting these pro scouts get get an eye on the chips is, is something that's really good. And then We'll tackle the next phase once we start to hear something.
0: We're going to have President Davies come on here in the next segment, Coach, but before he does, I just wanted to kind of get more in depth from you and what it's been like just learning and dealing with his leadership, him providing that leadership for you throughout these uncertain times as we maneuver through the fall.
1: Well, I think what we've learned out of all this is the importance of communication and being out front, and what he's been able to do is incredible as far as leading our university not only our students but our faculty staff all the people on campus and heading us in a direction and that is so important uh you know for that um i tell you i just love being with him because you know the the amount of people that'll stop and say hi mr president you know i i love that and uh that just tells me what a people person he is and what a great leader he is and ultimately uh, he'll be the first to tell you the only reason we're here is for these students and to help them be successful, and that's what makes him a great leader.
0: Well, we're pretty lucky to have him here, and can't wait for him to come on the show and uh, to come on the show here and join us. So uh, we'll bring him back when we come back. All right?
1: This hey, yeah, let's do it, and, and let's not forget the Fabiano brothers and what they're doing about helping this show. And I hope everybody out there just is enjoying a Bud and Bud Light, don't you think? They should be. Yeah. President
0: Davies is now joining us. Uh, we've got quite the show here, don't we, Coach Mack?
1: I mean, uh, I'm, I'm telling you what now. It's not every day you get the president to come on the show, and and uh, but it just it it. I just can't tell you how much it means to us, all the fans listening, and more than anything, uh, you know. I just want everybody to know this is the best boss I've ever been around, and I've been to a bunch of places. Uh, he, he does a great job of communicating. He, he's wonderful with the students. Uh, Doc, I told this story when we've been together, and people stop and say, Hi, Mr. President. You know, I just I love that. I mean, it's just
2: fantastic.
1: But, uh, Dr. Davies, welcome to the Coach Mack Show.
2: I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Well, and, and, you know, I don't come here every day because you don't invite me every no, day. that's I'm right. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I got you. But uh, one thing is, when we're at uh, Hunter's Ale House, who,
1: by the way, has great food, Absolutely. Uh, and they're great supporters of us um, you know you you any chance you get you get a chance to come and you bring Cindy and and that means so much to the support of all of us but I just want to say thanks for that
2: well thank you very much and you know on, at Hunter's L house too we got to give them a, a plug that they're the home of our fermentation program uh, and our students uh, do make some amazing uh, brews there uh, that they actually end up selling that at hunters, and one of my biggest joys uh, uh, was last uh, fall, in which they made an IPA, an Indian Presidential Ale, and the tap thing they did a did a motif of me and my my, my fedora, my my fedora, and everything yeah, right? else. Right. So it's, it's pretty. It, you know, th- when people ask me what is my favorite part about being a university president, it's being with the with, with the students, the faculty, and the staff, in the community. And just being involved in those individual, with those individuals uh, just means the world to me.
1: You know, it's interesting because there's different management styles, and we all carry it in whatever we do. And, and kind of tell me a little background because of a lot of places, you know, very rarely does the president get out amongst them and and really be part of it like I see at basketball games going in and and you know and dapping up the kids and taking selfies with them and and I just think it's awesome because you know as I said earlier the reason we exist is because of the kids but tell me a little bit about kind of where that style and where that background came
2: you know it's 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 something I've always just really enjoyed I've always been a a people person it's all about the Uh, about the relationships and I'm glad that you mentioned the basketball because you don't see me during football season because in football season I actually go along (laughs) the sideline behind (laughs) the opposing team and make a little fun of them but I try to shake all the all the students hands on the other side uh, because it's so great that they're coming out and I just uh, really really enjoy that and I do have to say my favorite clip uh, of CMU football was when Jonathan Ward the, the CMU Chippewas were on the 45-yard line, uh, f- you know, 55-yard lines away, and Jonathan broke one up the middle and came right to the corner of the end zone where I happened to be, and I just stood out and just raised my hand, and he shook it and made, a, made an ESPN uh, <laughs> a film, and I just did one of those spontaneous things. I always en- enjoy that part, but um, it's about being connected to people. Mm-hmm. I've always believed uh, that leadership is about having those relationships, and you don't get those relationships by staying in your office. Uh, you don't get those relationships uh, by just sitting at your desk. It's truly about what I call wandering around. It's not walking around, it's wandering around. And, it's, and when you wander, you, you meet more people. I've, I've met faculty in their, in their offices, in their labs. I've, I've been invited into their classrooms. And one thing I will never do is walk into a faculty member's classroom unless I'm invited. Uh, but being invited and listening and, and hearing them uh, uh, teach and, and engage with the students and having that, that, that opportunity is just absolutely outstanding. Uh, meeting, uh, walking across, and, you know, I used to really enjoy having lunch with the students, and unfortunately we don't do that right now, uh, but just having lunch and hearing what their stories are, what's working, what's not, uh, what their dreams and aspirations are. And having those connections and having those relationships uh, is something that allows me as a leader to fully understand the impact that we are having uh, and, and what we're trying to have. And when there's a gap there, you, you through those relationships, you understand how to uh, work with those and, and to change those. And to me, that's just, especially in this environment r- that we are right now with so much change going on between COVID, social justice, and various other elements, the, the fiscal crisis, the economic crisis, uh, and, and having those relationships, to having those honest uh, and true conversations uh, is really what leadership's about. And I've just always had that. I believe, to be honest, I I uh, learned that from my grandfather, hmm. uh, who, uh, I'm, my name is Bob, his name was Bob. He was a school principal uh, in Hamilton, Ohio, and he did the same thing walking around uh, when, he, when he was uh, a principal and, 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 and the like. And uh, that's also where I get the fedora. He always wore a fedora. Right. Uh, and so, you know, just again, that connectivity, that connection, uh, and removing those barriers.
1: You know, I think, I think what's important when you kind of find the story kind of how you've guided uh, you know along you know and and you growing up loving mm-hmm. at you know loving athletics uh, playing tennis I understood as a seven-year-old against adults right <laughs> yeah. uh, Yep, there's, right there's, yep, yep. and, and uh, tell me how that kind of has shaped kind of uh, your path uh growing up with, you know, obviously your family and the different places you've kind of been before you landed here in this great place of Mount Pleasant.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, you know, the athletics has always been a very important part of our family. Uh, my, uh, father was very much involved in athletics. He was a professor at Northern Arizona in Flagstaff where it's a small town, very similar to Mount Pleasant in many ways. And, Mm -hmm. uh, was involved in the booster club and starting uh, the thing. So I was always hanging out with, uh, uh, athletes along those lines, uh, and then also uh, just the, the sense of competition, uh, the sense of, of holding yourself accountable, the sense of striving for excellence, uh, the the sense uh, of the, the sacrifices that you need to make, uh, practicing and, and always doing uh, things when you might want to do other things, but uh, foregoing those things to really practice and, and, and set your your, your your focus in on, on the sport. Uh, and I think that plays into also the way I think and and, and approach my job uh, as president of the the university and and set my leadership career. Um, I was very competitive. Uh, The best way to get me to do something is tell me I can't do it. (laughs) That's right. Uh, um, And so it really set that again, but it's all back to setting excellence, setting expectations, holding yourself accountable, holding other people accountable uh, and and striving to be the best. Uh, One of my tennis coaches early on, I said, I'll tell you the secret to win every single tennis match. Never ever play anybody better than you or even close to you, and you'll win every match. You'll never get better, and you'll never never get the sense of of significant accomplishment. Uh, So you know, I always uh, strive to uh, strive to uh, excel and get better. Uh, Being five foot two. uh, Athletic competition. Oh was come b- on! You're selling yourself. You you're more than that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm barely five foot two. Just ask my wife. Oh okay, she, she, I got thi- you. she thinks I'm five one and a half. All right, I got you. <laughs> uh, but being at five foot two, you know, you uh-huh. you, uh, you always have to excel. You always have to strive a little bit harder. You have to be a little bit. Uh, Uh, a little bit more of a risk taker you and you have to be a little bit more aggressive but you also have to know your limits and limitations and know how far you can push past those uh, but also understanding uh, where those set so again I think that's very much uh, a part of my my ethos my ethics uh, my values uh, and the way I conduct myself
1: you know I uh what you've done. I I can't wait to read your book. Okay. (laughs) Uh, first year, first president, you know, first year as a president at central Michigan and then all the things that all of a sudden has happened. Uh, I, I just, I want to say again, your leadership has been incredible. And, and to me, it's all about the communication, right? And, and letting everybody know kind of where we're at, what we need to do, how we need to go about it. And, you know, being out there, you know, I, I, Give you a hard time and told you i read one of your emails one time <laughs> and and actually i stumbled into the email and and i actually read it okay and but the way that you explain it the way you teach it the way you teach the vision um i i hate to even tell you this but i read them all now okay all right so which is great but kind of in in how we kind of take the the COVID piece. You know, you talked about some of the different classroom styles and things that we're doing. Kind of how did you come up with that thought and idea? Because I know our kids love it.
2: I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, To be very honest, one of the key things, and again, going back to athletics – surround yourself with fantastic players. Surround yourself with people who know their positions and are excellent within their positions. And always try to get the pe- the best players in, in those positions around you. And we've been very, very fortunate to do that at Central Michigan University. I've been able to, over a fairly short period of time, uh, really mold my team uh, and to Uh, get the best individuals uh, throughout the country uh, to come to Central Michigan University buying into the vision uh, of being truly, truly student-centered and focusing on their success uh, not only here on campus but what will propel them uh, in the future not only for their first job but truly a career and provide them the skills and talents to excel in their profession but also the intangible elements of leadership, of ethics, of values, of solid research and critical thought so that they can also be change their communities in very, very positive ways. In surrounding myself with very excellent individuals who, uh, in the in the CFO position, in the provost position, in the fundraising positions, in the communication positions, uh, in the research positions, getting deans on the same uh, level of those. That to me is really uh, what was, uh, which which was essential to get us through uh, these times, uh, and not only to get us through these times, but to come out the other end a much Stronger, different, but stronger university and a much more focused university and to be honest that's one of the exciting things that we did today early on right uh, is announced the new athletic director uh, for Central Michigan University who rose to the top uh, yeah. from a truly outstanding national a search process that drew over 70 uh, individuals who shown interest. It was narrowed down to 20 individuals uh, that I tell you right now, at almost any university, they would have said, I'll take any one of those 20. That's right. Uh, it was yeah. absolutely amazing. They narrowed it down from there to seven, uh, where we did um, uh, kind of an off-site uh, hybrid uh, uh, interview session down in, in, uh, our, in our campus in Troy. Uh, then we narrowed it down to three. And again, those three st- uh, individuals were outstanding and brought amazing qualities. Uh, but we brought the best person that we could, uh, a- uh, Amy Follin, uh from the University of Texas, uh, who, again, this is again, surround yourself with the best people. At Texas, the, ba- the bar is high. Sure. You know, it's, it's uh, it. You know, she was brought in in compliance where they were told, "You make the best compliance area we need." We, we need a, we need some, we have some obstacles, we have some challenges. Uh, we gotta do better, and they brought her in to just do that. And they, she took the bar from there to put it up there, and then they said, "You know, fundraising, we gotta do a much better job in fundraising." And their bar is pretty darn high. I mean, it was not low. And then all of a sudden she goes in there and not only raises the bar, but increases the trajectory of growth uh, just in an outstanding way. And always doing so with honesty, integrity, uh, with an eye towards a commitment of not just making transactions, but truly making things transformational. And so to, to bring her to our campus, to bring her to our uh, athletic department. More importantly, to bring her to our university, because she not only will impact athletics, she will impact the way we look at the the university as a whole. Uh, and her commitment to the academic side of the of the house is absolutely essential. She bought in real quick uh, to uh, the dream of uh, the, the 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 phrase of rigor, relevance, and excellence, and yeah. is adopting that and and really brought that to the forefront. But most importantly, it's about diplomas and rings. Yeah. Diplomas in on one hand, championship rings on the other. So I can't be more than happy to have. Uh, amy join our team uh, in that position and i know she's one of the best in the country so i i'm just excited about what's next for for uh, cmu and athletics
1: well and i think you hit it on the head and obviously with the help of so many people i you put together an incredible committee uh you know that that really hit on every little facet throughout our our university and and i thought that was outstanding and and then obviously with the help of glenn Sugiyama and dhr and they do unbelievable searches and and do a great job of getting those candidates and and the ones that we uh you know were here I mean they were all had unbelievable credentials right kind of just uh kind of touch on maybe three or four of those kind of factors and kind of how you looked at that and uh you know we'll get a chance to visit with Amy in a bit and uh I don't know if she's ready to come on the Coach Mack show or not I mean this is like High-level stuff, all right. You got me, but
2: uh, well, I'm I'm just kind of thinking about this. It <laughs> took me two years. <laughs> uh, to, to, what's it say, day? It, it two two years, twenty days to get on the Coach Mac show. She gets it on day one. I, you well, know, I mean, it's not like, like he's been <laughs> counting or anything. Well, no, that's right. But you know, I mean, ultimately, you are my boss. But you know what? I got to
1: make sure that she's good too, right? <laughs> no, I so, it. but
2: uh no, I understand. I think one one of the things that we were looking for is we wanted uh, above and beyond. We wanted a leader with ethics, integrity, uh, and honesty that lives our core values. Uh, and clearly uh, meets that bar. We wanted somebody that will bring uh, creativity and innovation uh, as we look at how we continue to move and position the university as well as athletics forward. We wanted someone that could continue to lead us through COVID-19, but more importantly, at the other other end of that, have a vision and and a a set of objectives and goals that will lead us to further, further heights. COVID-19 is obviously bringing this significant ambiguity on multiple fronts. It's also what's going on in college athletics right now is is, uh, many, many different things and different modes are being discussed. And so someone that has the leadership and and the ability to see through ambiguity and provide clarity, uh, to provide vision, and to ensure that that we remain at the top echelon of where we are able to compete. Uh, We also needed to make sure that we have a strong commitment to the student success uh, of all of our athletes. The student success on the field in terms of championship rings the student success in the classroom in terms of diplomas and and grades and the like but also student success in the community uh, that of mount pleasant and the ones that they that they will serve And so those are some of the broad pictures. As it comes to uh, some of the tactical sides, we need to find new revenue sources. We need to to increase our revenue sources uh, through philanthropic activities, through corporate sponsorships, through ticket increases, and really, and so that also all touches how do we promote and and bring a new zeal, uh, if you will, to CMU Athletics. Uh, Michael Alford started that trajectory up for it, no, no question about it, and really started this moving forward. What Amy needs to do is not only continue that trajectory but make it go steeper and higher and quicker. And so I, I'm very excited to have that going on. The other thing is, is how, how will she interact uh, uh, with the coaches? Uh, right now we're talking about, and you'll like to hear this. Mm-hmm. Her job is to retain all our coaches. There you go. I, then, I feel better. <laughs> did you hear that, Karen? We're talking
1: retention. I feel better already. You, like.
2: you know, from top to bottom. You look yeah. at you look at the coaching, uh, your your peers, your coaching, uh, the staff that you're working with. There's there's no it's no fantastic. it's it, there's yeah. the the weakest link is a very strong link. Yeah. And so it's a really strong thing. So we're really talking about how do we retain all the different coaches, and then once one people do move on, and we know. Don't take offense to this. Some of the younger coaches are going to go up and do some amazing things. That's right. And so, when we need to replace those, to have a plan in place and to move those forward. So, you know, that process. Then, also engaging with our community like no one has before. Really getting out within Mount Pleasant, Isabella County, uh, Midland, uh, uh, Gratiot, uh, Clare, and all points in between, and really thinking about Central Michigan uh, first, but then uh, expanding even further to the wider base. And that will help us with student recruitment. That will help us with political uh, advocacy. That will also help with our own fundraising and, and the like on, on the outside of the, the athletic side. So that, that all plays really important into into those various roles.
1: Well, I know you're excited about it, and and... We are too, uh, as an athletics department, as we move forward. And, uh, you know, more than anything, I know, you know, you've got a meeting to get to and this and that, but- uh, I'm always gonna to go, go to no, a meeting. No, I, I know, I mean, I get it, believe me. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I just uh, wanna say, thank you for being my boss. And thank you for making Central Michigan such a great place. And uh, you know what, I'm just so happy to be working with you and uh that that means so much i think the word
2: working with absolutely and i was gonna say the same thing i love working with you and you know that i always i always look at the organizational chart and flip it around you know i work for the for the athletic department i work for the student athletes i work for the students i work for uh the faculty and the staff and I, in, in doing so we work we always work well together
1: right well thanks doc and and for you taking the time coming on this show. What do you think of that, Adam? I think it's pretty good.
0: I think we might have to have him a little bit earlier next time. <laughs> okay, you, you think
1: maybe? Yeah, you think? Don't, don't make
0: your boss wait that long <laughs> <laughs> next time. Did
1: you get that hint like I did? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, good. I'm Loud glad you did. and clear. Loud All right, that's <laughs> awesome, but – Doc, thanks so much. Thanks for everything you do. And, and uh, we're looking forward to actually getting Amy in your uh, in the hot seat. There you go. And, and I hope it was
2: okay. Was it okay? Oh, it's, I mean, look at this view. Isn't this crazy? Now, I, I don't know, uh, Amy, just just putting this out there, that this may become the new president's office. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this, this view is absolutely fantastic. This is just dynamite looking over the valley. I mean, it's absolutely tremendous. Um, well, so. thanks for all you do and, uh,
1: you know, Keep communicating, and, uh, man, we're glad to have you as the president of Central Michigan.
2: Well, thank you. It is, it is my honor to be here, and Cindy is up here. Uh, we love it here in Mount Pleasant. Our daughter is having a fabulous time as a student at Central Michigan University. It's just great uh, all around. We could not uh, imagine being in a better place. So with that, I just got one more thing to say. Fire up chips.
1: Oh, uh, thanks. Really appreciate it. How about that? What a great, what a great guy, and, and I, now you know why I like to work with the guy.
0: Hello and welcome, Amy Fullen. How are you doing? Great to have you here. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're pumped to have you, Coach Mack, new I mean, athletic director. How about it?
1: And how often do you get both your bosses in the same spot like this? This is fantastic, isn't it? But uh, A lot of pressure on you, you know, I I, I know. Like. I tell you what, I'm starting to really, I'm wondering about this, okay? <laughs> but uh, Amy, so happy to have you and welcome to Mount Pleasant. Uh, you're going to love the people uh, in the university, and and I, this is just an opportunity to kind of let you get, the let the people get to know you a little bit, and uh, uh, more than anything, thanks so much for taking the job, Amy.
3: I'm so excited to be here. It's a great honor, and uh, I'm so happy to be a part of this Mount Pleasant community, so thank you for having me.
1: You know, I think it's important, you know, we kind of get a little bit of a background. I know, uh, you know, kind of, you grew up in uh, Portland, Maine. So what I'm wondering is, are we going to have to call, Bob, are we going to have to call Johnny Hunter at the Ale House, and, and obviously we've got to call down a mountain town, and maybe yep. we'll have to get once a month, we're going to have to have like lobster rolls or something. <laughs> what do you think of that?
3: I think it sounds good. I'm up for all of it.
1: All right. Great. But you grew up in Portland, Maine. Kind of tell us this path a little bit, and I know that people knew you are at Texas, uh, but a lot of things happened before you get to that last job, and- let us know a little bit, kind of, what even got you down that path, to to lead you to be an athletic director.
3: Well, it's interesting because I think for me it actually started right about when I was. My parents were so excited to have children. They were both the oldest, um, six each, oldest of six. Catholic families, Irish Catholic, and they were told they couldn't have kids. And then lo and behold, they were having me. They were so excited. We listened to UMaine. Or no hockey games patriots games anything you can imagine they're sports fans but they also knew education was the key my father emigrated from ireland my mother's grandmother and they knew that higher education and being successful with your education would help further their uh, success in this country so really they were reading me books and listening to games before i was born so Uh you look back at it and it kind of makes sense that you're here and then our family was always around sports high school sports, whatever it would be. My dad wanted sons. We had three girls. <laughs> we got raised like we were sons, and it's awesome. So True. those were the things early on in my life. It's been family and sports. Sports teaches you perseverance, teamwork, how to win successfully, how to lose successfully, and, you know, it's a great tool. And then I was fortunate enough to play soccer at the University of Connecticut. That student-athlete experience was transform- transformed my life, and I know how transformational it can be, and it gave me a passion to make my professional career being making that experience at very best and helping other students go through uh that incredible, you know, period of your life where you really transition to blossoming to being a productive citizen and uh, I love doing it and I love the people like President Davey said and so I'm so excited to be here and be part of this great opportunity and uh really just the success coach you've been a big part of that here at CMU athletics.
1: Sure the uh you know you you uh, as you kind of go down that path I think it's really Cool. You know, you being a student athlete, you know, I guess seeing it from all angles, right, is is something I think so important in everything that we do. But, uh, you know, once you kind of get done, you know, you're kind of wondering, all right, now I, I went through this, you know, like now what? Right. What am I going to do with my life when you're done with it? What kind of led you as you kind of moved uh, uh, on to there, gone to get your master's and in, in some of the places? Kind of tell us about that.
3: Well, at the University of Connecticut, I partly went there because ESPN would be close by. I thought I'd want to be sports broadcasting. So I guess what we're doing today is the first time I've, I've (laughs) a long time for me to get to goals, but this might be it. And I did some internships in college, and then I decided, you know, I think I really like this athletic student-athlete experience, and I was on SAC, and I got close to some people in the administration, and um, I realized, hey, I think I might want to do this and make this experience better, and they laughed at me. They're like, there's only like three or four women ADs in the country. They thought it was funny. And I've noticed when people tell me I can't do things, it makes me want to do it more. (laughs) And so I think all those variables came together. And uh, I had to look at the football experience from UConn. I got the basketball experience. And Vince Dooley is a renowned um, icon in college football. And they just had the Olympics at Georgia and Atlanta in 1996. So I went down to Georgia and went to learn from some of the best and Then after that, I got to go to the NCAA. They're moving from Kansas City. And I realized, hey, if I want to be an AD, then this will be a great experience to learn how the national organization works. And then if I'm in the chair, I'll be able to advocate um, on many different issues and know how it works from the inside out. And then from there, Texas came calling. They had a major infractions case. And they said, we want to have the very best department. And I was fortunate to go work at the very best place. DeLoss Dodds was chair of the Football Issues Committee. Chris Polanski was chair of Management Council. And if you want to be an AD, there was just no better place in the country to go and learn.
1: Sure. And, you know, you you you, you get at a place like that and in, in that path that goes. You, you talked about some of the people that have impacted your life. Tell me how that's kind of pushed you into kind of how you go about your daily business and some of the things there and, and a little bit of uh, kind of your vision as we go forward.
3: Yeah, I would say from going to learn from the best and study from the best, and I've been fortunate to learn from a lot of ADs in the country that are just successful that mentored you from afar. Um, You know, working with Chris Del Conte and Los Dodds, they've taught me that the success, and those are two of the most successful in the country, it's about people, and it's a people business. And, um, you know, we work for the coaches, we work for the student-athletes, and we work for the university. So I think the story to success is realizing that – you're really there to help clear barriers for everybody and give them what they need to be successful and win championships and earn degrees. And I'm excited about doing that here.
1: Sure. The, uh, uh, the attraction, you know, when, when jobs come open and, and obviously, you know, you think about certain things and, and kind of, you know, through what people, you talk to people and like, what makes that job? Maybe one that, that really would interest you moving forward Uh, a little bit about, What is it that you've heard? What is it about Central Michigan?
3: Well, I've always known that the Mid-American Conference was a really good conference, has a strong history, has a lot of great success, both academically and athletically. And then, um, you know, Central Michigan is a place that you've heard about for years. When I went down to Georgia, Roy Kramer was at sure. the SEC as a commissioner, and he there, was- report- There's
1: a name for you right there, right? <laughs> you know, pretty good, right? You'll you'll see his picture around here a little bit. Yeah, so. he,
3: he was an icon down there in the SEC changing right. it and, you know, being a leader here and a national championship coach in football. And then um, in the early 2000s, Judy Van Horn and I worked together in reform compliance and enforcement nationally. She was at Michigan at the time, but she was a CMU undergrad and a master's degree. And she talked about this place fondly. She's now the deputy at South Carolina. And uh, she, you know, would talk about all the people here that mentored her, like Marcy Weston, and Marcy is iconic, and I've seen her from afar. So there's always been Coach Deromady. There's always been people at Central Michigan that have been on the national stage, and you've heard about it. So it's always had an appeal because of the long success and history and tradition here.
1: You know, we talked about last week just uh, a little bit about that, how, you know, the the, the Chippewa pride and the fire-up fever actually runs deep. You know, I think uh, different places you're at, they're going to talk a lot about the place which kind of goes back to really the people. And, and uh, I think you really hit on that. you uh, you know, your days as a player. I mean, sometimes, you know, you look back at that. Uh, tell me about you as a player.
3: Well, it's not a long story. There's a lot of bench time. but
1: <laughs> <laughs> You and I both, we, we can talk about that. I can hold a clipboard like nobody. But I think right? that's where
3: you learn the most. You yeah. get to watch and observe and think of how you right. can do things. But um, no, I mean, honestly, I went to UConn because it was a phenomenal program. Next North Carolina, it was maybe one of the most storied. I like to go to places where, like President Davies said, you raise the bar. And so I knew it was a real challenge to go there and, and try to make an impact. And. I met tremendous people again. Lou Perkins, Jeff Hathaway. There were people in the chair that I learned from, and you know, I think that really inspired me. So, you know, I don't. I think it is a testament to whether you're the star player or you sit on the bench. The experience is still transformative and very um, impactful, and the people you meet there are really what paved the way for me to be where I am today. Sure,
1: you know, when you when you take a new job, obviously you've, uh, you know, you set a calendar and you set up pretty much a, okay you got a one day you got your one day out of the way all right and this is the toughest part of the day on the coach max show by the way but now you set that seven day calendar that then turns into a 21 day calendar that moves forward to a month and you know down the road how do you organize like this first seven days you know where you're you're just uh how do you piece that out and and how do you go about that
3: well, I think we're still learning. It's been mm-hmm. about 48 hours for me. Right. And um, we're super excited. And I think technically I start October 5th.
1: October 5th. So I think so the so night. i got d- till October 5th <laughs> not to not screw this up, I guess, right? Is that what it is? Mark that one down. I, mean, okay. I am. I, I wish I had my calendar in front of me.
3: But I really think it's just, like you said, the people. I have to get ingrained and learn everything I can and find out what um, is working for everybody, where people have challenges, how I can help. Um, Rachel Blunt's been doing a great job as interim athletic director, and so there were already great people here, which attracted me to it. I think what I have to do is learn about CMU athletics, CMU as a university, Mount Pleasant community. So I'm going to do a lot of look, learn, listening, and people out there that are listening, you know, look forward to visiting with everybody in the community because we service them as well. So I really look at it as I just need to absorb as much as I can in 90 days and then, you know, work with everybody and we'll – then put plans in place for one, three, five, ten 10 years. Um, like you said, the pandemic is a unique time and there's a lot of uh, unique challenges, but I think it's also an opportunity. Everybody's facing the same challenges. So how do we come out of it better, stronger, faster? Um, and so I'm excited to just get in and learn from everybody, learn how to be a part of this community and how to contribute. And I think that's my tactic and you guys are all gonna help teach me. And then from there, I can <laughs> have some better answers for you.
1: Well, I, t- I tell you what, you, you've got great people here to work with and, in, in a you know the people as you're gonna find out are just that that's what really sells the place it's It's a great place you're uh tell us a little bit about your family. yeah, my
3: family is incredible, but I have a thirteen year old son seven year old daughter and my husband's my high school sweetheart uh-huh so um you know when I drop the kids off every day, we always say the two most important things are family and education
2: uh-huh. so
3: this is a perfect setting to bring up our family too and I think it's a good fit with this community. And uh, we're excited to move up here and, you know, be a part of it and make an impact. So we are all on board and um, we're, we're really looking forward to being up here and getting ingrained with all of the great people that you talked about.
1: So the excitement from your kids, right? What, are, are they nervous? Are they, are they apprehensive? Are they excited? Uh, I, I've had to do this a few times, you know, and, and uh, obviously it's, it's a little scary. But how, how's that part going?
3: They're super excited, good. You know, they were excited to get up here. The trip was a little long, it was 13 hours, so that Oof. was a little daunting, but they- 13 uh, hours? Yeah, but, but it was just, we didn't have a lot of time, so the schedule wasn't, you know. So they looked at me, they're like, mom, this is far, and I said, yeah, but we're not commuting every day. And then they got here today and they were just so excited and President Davies got to fire up chips out of Giada. Oh, good. And uh, we're gonna be looking at schools and houses, but you know, like it's just a lot going on, but there's right. a lot of excitement and uh, we're looking forward to making the transition.
1: Sure. Well, I've got to tell you this, Amy, welcome aboard. And, uh, you know, uh, you being part of this is something that's going to be so special. And, and we all look forward to your leadership and, and kind of you giving us the roadmap as to what direction we're headed. And, uh, I, I will be able to tell this to the people out there. Um, the amount of people that called on your behalf that, that are people I know and, uh, trust and, and their trust in you is unbelievable. And, uh, that's really a great thing, so affecting people around you in a positive way is really what it's all about, and obviously you've done that.
3: Well, there's no higher compliment, and that, that means a lot to me, and I appreciate hearing that. Hopefully they just weren't trying to get me out of Texas for you. <laughs> no, you always <laughs>
1: wonder, right? I know, but I, I know already that, uh, that, that you're going to be sorely missed, and uh, you, know, I, you joining us tonight, I, I really appreciate it. Um, I look forward to having you when we're able to get back to Hunter's Ale House and, and have the uh, uh, Fabiano Brothers show with Bud and Bud Light. you, you got to ask her how there. she
0: likes this view. Pretty nice view that we've got out here, huh? That Chippewa
1: Champion Center, that big video gourd. Get it's, used to this. It's
3: pretty impressive. I can see why it's going to be the president's office. It's a good spot. <laughs> That's
1: right. Do you ever think that you were going to be on that big a scoreboard like that?
3: That's some pretty good dartboard material. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fantastic. But, uh, well, welcome aboard. Uh, we Thank all you. look forward to it. And uh, I really appreciate, appreciate you taking your time to come on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Thank all you. All right. Fire up.
0: Fire up, Chips.
3: That's what
1: I'm talking about. Yeah, me
0: too. All right. Well, we've had President Davies wow, on what a show. We've right? had the new director of <laughs> Athletics, Amy Fullen, and uh impressive group joining us today.
1: No, I tell you we're we're so excited uh, to get this thing rolling and, and obviously Michael did a fantastic job and I think Dr. Davies really hit it on the head, you know. Uh the next step is now let's go get that, let's let's keep moving forward and more than that, let's keep rising to the top and, and Amy'll do that and and I think the people could tell. I mean her background, her credentials uh, what she's been involved with will be fantastic for the whole athletic department.
0: You heard she's a soccer player. She's on you my know, team. You know, I was just she's waiting for
1: that. So now I guess uh, it's kickball, right? Isn't that what you do? No. Football is, is also a correct term. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, it's kickball. Go ahead.
0: Been trying to get him on the soccer train for <laughs> weeks now, so we'll keep working on him. <laughs> Coach, I know you went a little long. You had a lot to talk about. But we still do have time for some fan questions. So we got to get you a couple fan questions. Oh, my. Oh,
1: my. The (laughs) favorite part of the show, the fan questions. Although, I tell you what, last week's questions I thought were really good. good. Really good. good. All right. Well, I got just
0: two for you that we can squeeze in. So Connor from Midland says you had a really successful backfield last year with Jonathan Ward and Kobe Lewis. He says, do you feel like Lewis – and maybe a Nichols or perhaps someone else can fill that role this season.
1: Yeah, no, I tell you what, um, obviously, I think both those kids flourish, both thousand yard rushers, because, you know, we didn't beat the heck out of them. You know, you were able to kind of interchange them and that's something we've used uh, successfully at at different places we've been. But obviously, Kobe's gonna, you know, be our lead guy. Uh, He's had a fantastic off season. I'm really looking forward to that. And as you know, we played Lou uh last year four yeah. games we saved his his red shirt year but obviously he was ready to go as a true freshman and lose come back in great shape uh so those two guys will kind of be the one two combination um we may see some different guys in there at times as well as maybe a few tricks up our sleeve where uh maybe a traditional running back might not be back there all the time it okay. may be somebody else to touch the ball in different ways just to kind of try to create some uh, smoke and mirrors for the defense a little sure. bit. Sure. Yeah, you got a lot of weapons on that side of the ball, don't you? Yeah, we do. We need to make sure that that our get it to list is such that certain guys are getting touches because uh, we know that they can uh, change a game, and and we got to make sure they're getting it.
0: If you haven't heard Coach Max say, you'll get used to him saying this once the season does eventually get here. Explosives, explosive yes. plays. Explosive,
1: explosive, explosives. I mean. Uh, you know, I think even while the fans have been watching on Saturdays and Sundays, the things that that really turn a game are explosive plays and obviously taking care of the football, which is something we've got to do a much much better job of. Absolutely. One more for you, Zach
0: from Chicago. Even though we're in we're in COVID times right now, and with the new video board and the new Chippewa Champion Center, he says, once students come back, and when you experienced them last year, how important are they to the yeah. atmosphere? at Kelly-Short Stadium. I
1: got to tell you, Zach, um, th- this place is special because of the students. And uh, part of my goal when I got here was obviously win your home games. That was uh, the number one priority, win at home. We were able to do that. And you know what? Our students, uh, our band, who's incredible uh, what they do and they put into it. And our fans you know, are starting to make this place a place that the other teams don't want to come play and to me you know it all starts with winning your home games first and and uh we were able to do that and i think that 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 was a you know to a big credit uh to the to the students and the people who came out
0: yeah certainly fun to see uh when they get a chance to come back watch your team in person coach that's that's it for week two i don't know how we go up from uh this coach's show because this was a pretty stacked yeah. guest list that we had but decided nope. to do it again next week you i'm know? telling
1: you what, I. I uh, it's going to be hard, you know, you <laughs> get both my bosses on here at once. Uh, maybe it's good. We got it over, out of the way and, you know. You're I, still I here. To, you're still coaching. Yeah, so. I'm still coaching, right? I yeah. wasn't too hard on them or anything? Do you, do you? Uh, I don't think so. I think okay. I think you're good. Okay. And we haven't got kicked off yet? We have
0: not been kicked off. Well, so. then,
1: I tell you what's great. I think the people, after they listen to this, maybe ought to go grab a cold Bud and Bud Light uh, from Fabiano Brothers in uh, – and enjoy it. Maybe order some food from a couple places in town, and uh, uh, you know, let's 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 hope and uh, that we're headed back to maybe playing some college football in the Mid-American Conference. In the meantime, enjoy the great Mount Pleasant
0: weather, and uh, Coach, we'll see you again next week. Great to see you this week,
1: Adam. Can't wait, and uh, I'll be interested when you actually call me and say, you know what, they kicked us off the air. <laughs> let's hope that call never <laughs> happens. <laughs> All right. Talk to everybody next week.
0: Have a great night.